0: Well, uh, first of all, congratulations on an absolutely cracking year, you, you know, that certainly there's obviously a lot going on at your club, but just in terms of the first 11, um, you know, Yorkshire Premier League, North champions, uh, and and now through to the champion club of Yorkshire final, which is quite a feat, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, it's exciting, um, it's kind of a game that you set out and you know, it's the dream game to be in, isn't it, come the end of the season, so it, it really is quite an exciting uh, prospect Saturday, I
0: guess. And, and kind of what would it mean for Castleford, because um, looking back at, uh, I suppose, the last five years or so, you, you know, your form's fluctuated, and it would be fair to say you haven't been up there challenging, Um, but you've just had a stonking great year and you might potentially be sort of top of the pile altogether. so it um, I'm guessing it's uh, well it's quite a dramatic change isn't it
1: yeah massively um, five years ago um, it was the first year that myself David Young and Wayne was kind of running the club together and we got relegated and at the point of where we admitted we were getting relegated at the start of August in 2017 Me and Wayne has kind of sat down in a restaurant and said, "What are we going to do?" Like because you know there's only a few of us that are going to do it, and what does it require for us to have a successful cricket club? Yeah. And it it was that like night that me and Dave sat down and we wrote out a little bit of a five year structure. We called it the five year plan of where we wanted to be and kind of set really little goals for ourselves. Obviously, the first goal was that get ourselves back up the next year so get straight back up then consolidate so we wanted to finish in the top seven the second year in the league we did then we wanted to just finish in that you know um fifth slash fourth you know being able to have the ability to beat the teams above us Yeah. then the COVID year came which didn't really count but you know me and Dave sat down last year and was like right we've got a 10 game season what are we going to do here are we going to try and Win it and be COVID champions, or are we going to use this to develop what we've already got? And we kind of said that it was a perfect opportunity to see see what we had in the second league, see what we had in the junior setup, and to you know to kind of give our youngsters a bit more of an opportunity to work out what we wanted to have for the twenty twenty one season. And then the twenty twenty one season came, and it would have been year four of our plan. And you know, so far everything has just gone swimmingly
0: the way we would have wanted it to go. Yeah. and Well, I kind of, um, well, doing what I do, which is focus on club cricket and grassroots cricket in Yorkshire, um, I was having a look at the averages, and I know stats don't tell everything, but some clubs, you know, they have their kind of marked players that might be an opening batsman or opening bowler, and they get 50 wickets, and they get 900 runs. Uh, It was really... No, (laughs) well... That's not a problem, actually, because what you seem to have is people who can either get, I don't know, 30 wickets or whatever, uh, and a number of them, and also people who chip in with three 400 runs and a number of those. So I guess it means if you have an injury, you're not necessarily stuffed. Uh, and it also sort of shows the squad that are all chippy and contributing uh, towards ultimately what's been a title. Me
1: and people, when we sit down at the start of the year, we we look at a squad of thirteen, and we kind of look at what our strengths are. So obviously, Wainers will tell you our strengths are spin bowling. They always have been. You know, we've got Wainers, we've got Eddie Morrison, Jack Young, and Chesney. Yeah. So if it, if we're playing at Catterford, our home ground, which is a massive ground, it is. If we get a <laughs> score on the board, we you know we're confident with our spin attack that we can defend it. So we kind of built a team around. The way that suits us to play cricket, so yeah. it has. You know, it has meant that everyone has chipped in and been responsible this year. We've not had a single breakaway batsman. We've had, you know, one week Chesney's done it, one week Liam's done it, a week Braves has been, it, been a week where Wayne has done it, and everyone really has worked to team to kind of make sure that we just find this way of grinding out results. And you know, this year it kind of from from my role, it, it's been great to see because. It has just come off in the way that players have taken responsibility and everyone has won us a game and we've won multiple
0: games as a team. Yeah, I think it's striking that you, have well, coming into the last couple of games of the season, um, you know, you've really strung the wins together and then you're also getting on the right side of games like Richmondshire, very strong side side from North Yorkshire, South Derby, League, who have you know, all sorts of titles and and quality of their own. So it's interesting at a a league level, but then I don't know how you feel about sort of going up against other leagues. It's I find it fascinating just to see where different clubs might be. And you never know, because often you're not playing against them.
1: Yeah, completely. Like, you know, there's so many arguments as to what the best league in Yorkshire is. And I'm not saying that the winners of this event are going to be able to crown such a league as the best, but it, it's great for us to have the opportunity to play against, you know, the Bradford League side, South Durham side, and you know, we, we've had it. You know, we entered the heavy woolen this year for the first time ever. and That was great because we, you know, we, we got to play teams like Hanging Heat and who are Bradford League big boys and kind of you know see where we fit in. And you know, it was really good for the lads to understand that this team that we've got at the moment at Castle is, is something you know proud of you know where we're at versus where we started yeah
0: and I guess thinking about your league and your geography I suppose um you're in a funny position aren't you in the sense that you could potentially be in any of the leagues around you you know it, it could make geographical sense for you to be over west um north as you are or potentially south. I mean, I guess you have a, a long old trip to Scarborough that, but most do, you know it's a good yeah. good day out at a county club so, but um, the league yeah. league, When the Yorkshire League reformed we were kind of given the option as to what league we wanted to go into Okay, um, and it was
1: kind of a, the decision we made was, if we go in the north we still get to go to grounds like at the time, Hull Scarborough, York guess yeah, we're saying goodbye to the grounds like collegiate and Barnsley Shaw Lane. But we keep you know, the decision was that we kind of felt we'd get we get the stronger, quicker and the best grounds, which is what Yorkshire League was famous for really, wasn't it, before it disbanded. so yeah.
0: Yeah, and doing very well, in fact. So it's interesting yeah, how absolutely. certain areas Which, kind of grow um, after it is joining.
1: The, us, Townville and Wakey Fawns, who are probably in a catchment area of about five miles, are all at the right end of our leagues. You know, that it's it's really impressive that to have a North Yorkshire, a, um, South Yorkshire, and the Bradford League clubs yeah. that are all so close together doing well.
0: No, it is. Uh, and from my point of view, I think I put it on Twitter a lot yesterday. Um, it's interesting to see how fortunes fluctuate. And I suppose it's a bit of a, a kick for those who uh, are at the top and want to stay at the top. Because sort of four or five years ago, when this competition you're about to play in the final of started, you had Wakefield Thorns and Pudsey St. Lawrence in the final out in Abu Dhabi. Um, I think yeah, the I... semis were at Headingley, um, Great Aiton... And yeah, yeah, you know Harrogate. I think were another semi final team. So you know it's all change, uh, and I think a number of clubs can beat each other. So um, I think that's probably good for the overall standard. Um, uh, And I guess you don't rest on your laurels, do you? In terms of wanting to be as good as you can be.
1: No, yeah. I think obviously Woodlands. They they, they were. They've been in the final most recently, haven't they? Show on Bridge, but yeah, yeah. again, it is—it it seems to be different teams that are winning it. You know, it's—it's it's great to see Frost. You know, because in the Yorkshire League days, Cat and Frost were very much sure at the bottom half of the Yorkshire League. And for us now to be in separate Premier Leagues and both top in the tree, it's—it's it's a testament to the hard work really that's gone in behind the scenes from the days that we've left the Yorkshire League, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I suppose that neatly moves on to a tweet that I saw yours, which I think probably we start this call with probably my dodgy reception, so it got cut out. But um, yeah, just kind of doing background before this interview, uh, you'd done a tweet back in April that was talking about running a cricket club, which resonated with me because I've done that kind of role in the past and um, probably lots of others. Particularly in, in in COVID context, I suppose, you, you'd said something like, anyone considering running a club dope, uh, it's not going to bring you much joy. And I thought, oh, well, he's either just having a bad day and we all have those. Um, or it, it kind of sometimes speaks to the fact that a lot of stuff happens at cricket clubs. And if you just turn up and play, and I've, I've done that, um, you don't always appreciate all the, the cogs and, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I'm try, I'm try, it, pro- it probably was a bad day. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think what it will have been in relation to, but I, I guess the one thing that you know, from from myself as an insider, is at, at CAS We're a very, very small committee. Yeah. So you know, you know, the the like the tr- tree of the club that has myself, David Young, and Martin Gibson, who's a very, and then me and Wayne have sit above the first team, and then at myself and the second, I think the second team. So it's kind of like. In the scheme of things, and we're still running like a premiership outfit, so there's a lot of people doing a lot of work. Yeah, um, and so much work goes on in club cricket, and there's so many things you've got to achieve, so much politics in it. Like myself, and Wayne famous debated making a documentary this year. Ah, we, a <laughs> we, we would have been close. And two years ago, I got approached by a, a TV company to make one, and I kind of said, No, because it would have been about me. And the interesting thing is, actually, about club cricket and how a grassroots club that runs semi-professionally works. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it it is. You know, so much work goes on, but it is. It's for me. It's it's the most rewarding hobby that I could possibly ask for. I guess I always call it like my passion project. Yeah. And then my role kind of really kicks in, I guess, between August and December, because you know I, I do most of myself on the recruitment side. So who who we're going to bring in, who you know, all that kind of stuff. So it is it, it is a full time job in a way, but it, it is you know when I obviously well, I've tweeted in April. Like, if I think if I knew the position we were in now, I'd say actually, culture. It's, it. it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if we, yeah, if we all had a crystal ball and all that, but I suppose, uh, particularly in COVID, um, I've just written an article for it for Cricket Yorkshire, you know, it has been challenging and I think possibly even to some extent a bit worse than last year because at least last year it was more severe. Everyone knew where they were, whereas this year you've had all kind lockdown and then restrictions lifting and not not always sure kind of where you sit and what you're meant to do and, you know, all the rest of it, I guess. Um Yeah. So that's brought its challenges.
1: It, it, it felt in March, you know, in March, the thought of us playing cricket in April felt a million miles away. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. really did. And in fact, I imagine that that tweet would have been in relation to me trying to bring our overseas over. Yeah. Because... The amount of mm. loopholes, uh, not loopholes, the amount of holes I had to jump through to, you know, get Umair in the country because of how difficult travel was. A Tier 5 athlete's obviously allowed to travel, but uh, the, the stuff you had to go through to get him here, and it, it, you know, it, it was just a massive stress. And you know, I guess that's the COVID implications on yeah. on cricket this year. And hopefully, it'll be at the last.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess looking forward to Saturday then, have you done much prep on woodlands? You kind of know much about them, obviously. Uh, I mean, I've watched them many times and covered them. Uh, very, very good side uh, and seem to have bases covered left, right and centre. Uh, ironically, a bit like you in terms of their spin department, very strong uh, with uh, yeah, Kez. Maybe. um uh, and others, so yeah, do you kind of? I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I'll sometimes ask that question, and people say, Oh, we just worry about ourselves. But do you do you kind of look at the Oppo too much, or, or not?
1: Do you know, like Woodlands as a club are actually a club that Brian Pearson, who's their chairman, yeah. we had a conversation with him, you know, four or five years ago when. successful club in Yorkshire because you know that that's what they were and you know you kind of look into clubs like that to kind of see what you can take out of it. You know, so everything that they've done I massively admire. And then them as a team sort of thing, whilst I've been on the phone to her I've had Bryce texting me now a bit, <laughs> of, a bit of pre game banter I guess. But uh, yeah they you know they're a really good side yeah. they've achieved, they deserve because they've worked so bloody hard for it. Yeah. Um I, I, you know, we, we know them well. and I guess it is it's Nine and Wayne's job to make sure we know them as well as we possibly can. So, you know, we we know what they do well and we know what we do well and you know we know it's gonna be a good game of cricket.
0: And how are you gonna celebrate if you beat Woodlands at the weekend? Uh any wild parties or presumably with filming you can't sort of uh, go off for a month's cruise or really. anything
1: yeah unfortunately if it wasn't covid times we were quite famous at Cas for our end of season european trip oh are you but, um, ah. yeah but <laughs> um, that's been uh, that obviously that's been affected but you know whatever happens on saturday uh, all, all the lads will will end up going back to Cass and then we'll be in one of the Yorkshire cities, either Leeds or Wakefield, to dance like night away. <laughs> you know, It's it's kind of it, it's been the season that never seems to end at the moment. So honestly, we had a party the day we won the league. We had a party the last game of the season. We had a party for beating Richmond, and now we've kind of said to the lads, whatever happens on Saturday that there, there'll be something going on. So let's just make sure we can have we can double the celebrations because. Whatever happens it's a good it's a good season, but you know, obviously I want us to do the business and all the lads do as well. <laughs>